Disturb not the harmony of fire, ice, or lightning, lest these titans wreak destruction upon the world in which they clash. Through the water's great guardian shall arise to quell the fighting. Alone, its song will fail, lest the earth shall turn to ass. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Daycare Dittos. I know it. I guessed this. Ass and titties. <laughs> My name is Dave from the Daycare Dittos. This is a Pokemon podcast about Pokemon. I'm here with... Steven. announce us. <laughs> We're doing it now. I'm here with Peter. Hi, I'm Peter. Steven. That's me. Sarah. Howdy. And holy fucking shit, it's Carl Germ of the Every FNFFF podcast. Who is that? No, that's some other guy. That's not me. Uh, that ain't me. That ain't me. <laughs> well, whoever you are, welcome to the podcast that heavily features you. I think you are our number one returning guest. Yeah, I think at this point I might be, yeah. And you finally the beat most out your, out. Yeah, you finally beat out Frostwad. Yeah. No, but no, she's coming to return. Now. Yeah. Spoilers. Just a huge rivalry with me and this Frostwad <laughs> character. You two should meet sometime. You'd kick it real real smooth. I think how we should do it is every person who's been on that episode, they gain that Pokemon on their team. And then at Ooh. the end, it's like a battle for which guest has the best team. Ooh, I like that. Um, Frostwad's very competitive. <laughs> and I am very much like, oh, this is fun. Sure, I'll, I'll like just do something stupid in a game and lose a million times until I finally win eventually. So that would be an interesting battle for sure. Well, so you would have Tangla and um, the, the <laughs> Ghosties. Uh, Haunter, the Haunter yeah. Gengar. And, uh, I would have an honorary Abra, I feel like. And, yeah. And then, well, she's have Mew, which is kind of OP. Mm. So. Yeah, she True. just wins immediately. Also, Mr. Mime, very psychic heavy team. Gengar's yeah. great, though. And we would have all the other ones. And <laughs> yeah. Just send them out. Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah, fucked. Pokemon Battle Royale win. <laughs> oh, that we would be so the, fun. The last movie where, like, in the, the intro of Pokemon, the first movie, the, it's just so many people sending out like, oh, I'm not going to lose. And they send out like three at a time. Like, yeah. Cheater shit. They do that shit in Arceus, don't they? Um, They do. Yeah, you can have like three Pokemon fighting at the same time or certain trainers will just be like a time to fight. And then all of a sudden you're like fighting three Pokemon at the same time. But a lot yeah. of the times they'll do like one super strong and like two weak Pokemon. It's, it's and, uh, real like team a... rocket energy. Like I will stop yeah. this teenager from uh, like destroying my base or whatever. Here's five Ratatat. <laughs> In uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, you'll go uh, one on five battles and then you're two D. Your 2DS explodes because it can't handle it. <laughs> it was like that in X and Y also. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I stand corrected. I just feel like... I don't know. If if they should do that, like... You should have special moves where fucking... Hitmonchan can hold the other Pokemon's arms back. And then Hitmonlee can just start wailing on its, like, ribs. <laughs> like, I mean, just that's read the, the double team. Just read the manga. Yeah. <laughs> 
or you'll the see. End. Yeah, you'll you'll see what happens. Um. So today we are here. Uh, we're bridging the gap between the Pokemon generations. So we had just finished Generation One. We watched Pokemon, the first movie, Mewtwo's uh, Revenge, Mewtwo's Return. Mewtwo did Mewtwo some shit. Mewtwo strikes back. He strikes. It always confuses me because Mewtwo strikes back, but it's the first movie and the show didn't come out yet. So he didn't do any sort of strike. Like the only yeah. strike they really put against him is birthing him, like his existence. <laughs> The, That's like the, living the, shitty to get back at your mom. <laughs> the, the the Pokemon universe, at least as we experience it in America, has a very weird um, just idea of what violence is, where it's like, oh, these protesters turned violent and stuff. And it's like, well, what are they what are they actually protesting in the first place? Oh, insane violence against them. Oh, yeah. Let's just say that the inciting incidents was them then. Like, yeah, Mewtwo like strikes back. It's like he was the first one. to. Well, I guess I don't know. I, I lost the analogy here. <laughs> you're you're pretty on, I think. And they were all being shitty to him. And then, yeah, I feel uh, like, oh, I think what I was trying to say is like the Pokemon company's like Mewtwo is striking back and stuff. And it's like he kind of like d- should have, though, like, yeah, j- if they they taught him only to hate and gave him God powers. His only <laughs> yeah. friend in the world was fucking Giovanni. <laughs> yeah. And he's not a great friend. I mean, just look at Meowth. Yeah, it's like if we gave like we're. You know, we brought the spotted lantern flies into America and they're ruining stuff. But it's like if we grafted machine guns onto them, too. <laughs> we put some cool armor on them. Yeah. <laughs> Which, to be fair, I'd let them stay if they had that cool Mewtwo <laughs> armor. It's so cool. Anti-shoe technology. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we are doing Pokemon the Movie 2000. Um. Which... The power of one. Don't oh, yeah. I meant to ask. Um, so I did watch Pokemon the movie 2000. I listened to your episode about Pokemon the first movie. The power movie. of one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not watch the movies one through 2000, though. I kind of skipped all of those. Do I need any catch up for that? Or it's just Pokemon the first movie and then Pokemon the movie 2000? You missed the part where Ash and Misty... Uh, Ash is... Um pregnant with misty's baby and then they have to give birth to it but then mewtwo takes it away and gives them ash is pregnant again. with misty's baby yeah exactly yeah and it's, it's okay you do got well, it the re- i the read reason... that in the manga uh, i think yeah exactly yeah but it, everything got, else is just filler they got in trouble because there was a character that's not sonic but when they tried to put it on amazon prime they're like come on guys that's sonic <laughs> like uh do you know the name of this movie in Japan? It's so much better. No. It's a uh, Pokemon, uh, po- well, Pocket Monsters, the movie, The Phantom Pokemon, Lugia's Explosive Birth. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see that here as Mirage Pokemon is another one of the translations of it, but still, Lugia's Explosive Birth. That is <laughs> Two okay. words you don't want to Which hear is together. interesting, yeah. because I don't think Lugia is born in this movie. Notably. Right, right. Like, it, it kind of just sleeping in the ocean. And then it comes out of the Earth's vagina. The Earth's big pussy. <laughs> and it explodes out. Happy birthday, Lugia. Labia's down explosive that... birth. <laughs> Holo is just the placenta. <laughs> you guys are wild sometimes. Oh, this is pretty tame in comparison to some other episodes. But we're just getting started. We are. Um, what other facts do people have about this movie? 
Um, so just to give like some timeline. So Red and Blue came out in 98. Yellow came out in America in uh, 99. The first movie comes out also in 99. The second movie comes out July 2000. And Pokemon Gold and Silver comes out October 2000. So like this is like right before Gold and Silver. We don't yet have Gold and Silver in our hands yet. And we don't know what to expect. There's there's a a specific reason for that as well. It's I don't know they if you guys open, knew about this, so I'm I'm just pulling open, up some notes here as well. Um, is it because oh, they didn't uh, open the GS ball yet? <laughs> <laughs> that actually, I wonder if that also ties into this because I found this really interesting. Um, so, uh, Pokemon Red and Green in Japan came out in '96, like you know, um, like February of '96 and October of '96. And Generation 2 was actually, I think, if my notes here are correct, and I, I'm pulling all of this from Did You Know Gaming, so if I'm wrong, um, blame them. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> Well, Nintendo tries was... to. But... Oh, yeah, I know. And, <laughs> but they and win the lawsuit. Did you know... Yeah, I was going to say, shout-outs to Did You Know Gaming for doing the Sisyphean like, task of actually beating Nintendo in a court case. That's yeah. extremely awesome and great for video game preservation. Yeah. So if you beat the Elite Four, he's at the end. Um, but... He's the champion. There was a bit of a gap between um, Generation 1 and Generation 2, and it was originally going to be released in 1997, but there was something that happened around that time that prevented them from wanting to go forward with that, and you guys know what that is? Color was invented. Color was finally invented. (laughs) Um, Hell yeah. No, it has to do with your best episode. Oh, yeah, the... The seizures. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the Porygon episode yeah, the, caused the, everyone to have seizures. And yeah, that the was... quote unquote Pokemon shock of that episode uh, caused actually the creation of Lugia as well. I, I wasn't sure when I was going to get into all of this. I don't know if you guys looked into this at all, but um, we the, don't do any homework for this. <laughs> the, the, the writer of this movie, uh, Takeshi Shudo, um, he did Pokemon the first movie and he made it a lot darker than they initially kind of wanted it to go, but they were so distracted by all of the shit going on with like kids having seizures and trying to do the marketing control that all of the higher ups had all of their efforts focused on that. So he kind of got to do whatever the fuck he wanted. And he was a very like troubled individual. So that's why he kind of made the movie like a lot more philosophical and a lot more like questioning about, you know, existential like ideas and stuff. Um, this and... dude just watched too much Evangelion and then decided <laughs> to write Pokemon. Movies. No, this this dude was a a writer, and uh, his writing method was to take a lot of pills and drink a lot of alcohol, and it mm, took him to right. some he really really dark places and stuff. So, um, Pokemon the first movie was such a colossal hit that they were like, you know what, full creative control, you can do whatever you want in the second movie. Which originally he didn't even want to have Ash or like Team Rocket or anyone in it. He wanted it to just be a story about this creature. Um, this uh, he called it uh, Pokemon X, I believe, uh, which would then become Lugia in like the revisions of it and stuff. But basically, just like an origin story about um, Lugia and how it's like a very maternal Pokemon and how it's um, the the creator of life essentially um and i think he uh, originally was like he thought he thought lugia was going to be a movie exclusive pokemon which like would be an insane thing you know like 
coming off the first generation though like you can kind of see like oh well it makes sense that they didn't really have any standards or anything so there could be something that's only in the movies and something only in the anime yeah but, anything's um, possible back then well, exactly. I mean, they try that like hoopa is close to that like they always appear somehow but they're not you know i feel like certain ones are shoehorned in there these fucking open it up and jam them in yeah but um because of all this shit going on he was able to like write this story about lugia and be the only person outside of game freak to ever like at that time at least uh create a pokemon and they liked it so much that they ended up like putting it in the game and the movie was like such a hit that they they ended up putting it in the game as well not only that mascot on the fucking case yeah yeah yeah, which is another interesting thing because you guys talked about the uh, the Space World demos, right? Mhm. Yeah. The like the ton. initial leak, this the the initial leak of it um from like Space World when they were showing that off didn't have Lugia in the game. So that's more like evidence that they weren't really planning on having it. And there was a uh, another legendary Pokémon that they didn't end up using <clears throat> that in like Chinese mythology kind of uh mirrors like the the imagery of like a phoenix. It's kind of like the um the lion dog kind of statues that are outside of some temples and things. Yeah. Um, there was a Pokemon like that in there. I, I won't go too into detail about that. Cause I'm sure you guys will talk about it when you get into the, the second generation, but basically like it wasn't until after this movie that Lugia was actually put in the game and became the mascot of silver and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that's really cool too. There is a group of people that were able to get their hands and data mine, uh, the 98 space world demo. And created um a, a a rom where you can actually play like kind of like a, a reimagined reformatted space world demo with the right um sprites and everything like that which is cool yeah, yeah shout out that. to wacko who was the uh, the hacker who got arrested for breaking into nintendo servers and pulling all of that stuff oh well good good for us and bad for <laughs> bad for yeah but uh, you know Shout out to his family, uh, Yakko and Dot. Yeah, for missing their brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get him out of the uh, the the water tower soon. He knows they've... people in high places, Steven Spielberg. But <laughs> they've been doing that a lot with video games recently, like uh, finding some of the beta versions of beloved games and giving us all that content back. Yeah, there's um, no like... alpha versions after Tate went to jail. Uh. <laughs> that's one of my favorite things that happens though i love learning about some of the old school things that are in code that you just never see come to fruition in the games you know yeah it's it's always very interesting and, and that's sort of stuff still happens today in, in video games where there's like cut content but it's left in and then like mm -hmm. data mining happens so much faster now um with like the tools right. available to just everyone um so it leads to a lot of people just being like oh well here's a bunch of conjecture about how i think the story of this game is actually supposed to be told and it's like well i mean it's still a story that is told even if you don't necessarily like it i mean like they go so far into elden ring where they'll be like oh we get lore information because of like the name of this attack that this mm -hmm. thing uses in the code and it's like well, you are going so deep into this but it's amazing like what you can find and what you can put together with this information yeah like finding hieroglyphics on the wall yeah, yeah I, was, I was specifically talking about um from software because they do put a lot of care into their 
world building and their design and all of that. But a lot of times people will be like, well, I think that this character's motivations are actually this because in the cut content that didn't make it to the final game, there's this as evidence. And it's like, yeah, but that's not evidence. In the Anyway, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I get you, though. Um, are we going to turn yeah, this into an about... Elden Ring podcast again? No, 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 no. <laughs> I will put the kibosh on that right now. Because <laughs> me and Steven probably would try and do that. Um, but... Uh, I do want to talk about Shuda a little more because um, there's actually a pretty tragic end with all of yeah. that where like his whole um, creative process was just getting, you know, drinking way too much. Like I'll actually read a quote from here translated, obviously, so it might not be verbatim, but uh, if I can't drink, I take tranquil tranquilizers. Of course, the ones you can normally buy in a pharmacy, not illegal substances. When I get a little bit high, it helps me sort out my confused thoughts. However, when it comes to alcohol and drugs, you need to know your limit. If I start to think one plus one doesn't necessarily equal two, that when these things become difficult, it means I'm drunk. If I get any more intoxicated after that, I won't be able to think productively. And there's also danger of me tripping and hurting myself. And um, but um, after like Lugia kind of became this like mascot and uh, was getting more um, like proper treatment in like the pokemon world they had like an all hands meeting of like everyone at game freak everyone at the pokemon company to to vote on the the name and that's when they landed on lugia and um it, there's speculation that it might be because of uh lugeo I, I believe is how you pronounce it in latin which means uh to lie dormant which would make sense with like the lore of lugia and could also yeah. be a reference to like a beluga whale mm. um and like there's also uh evidence perhaps that it's uh based off of uh ryujin which is like the japanese god of the sea which is um terminology that gets thrown around in this movie about lugia um but shudo explicitly when creating lugia as a pokemon and as just like a character wanted it to be a maternal and like female pokemon he thought it was like the mother of life and was felt so strongly about this but didn't really express it enough when all of this like was going on where they were voting on the names and stuff. So he actually really, really regretted the fact that in the movie, uh, he's given a masculine voice as like, mm. yeah, the voice yeah. does and, suck. And it's in not the even movie. just a masculine voice. It's like a, like really like seductive sounding voice too. It's like, a yes. hello, so, I am Lugia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I am going watching... to make my creator very sad by having this voice. Yes. When watching the movie, I was like, Man, you know how like Mewtwo's voice actor didn't do anything else after the first movie? It'd be you so funny if the... Luke he did. He also didn't do anything else. So Luke's uh, he... voice actor did Law and Order, and he also was in It's Complicated, where he was credited as Man Infertility Clinic. Yeah, the crazy <laughs> thing is that he also played Lugia in Law and Order. <laughs> in uh, in 2010, he actually may have had a big part in the death of the creator of Lugia because um, in his like last year of life, Shudo actually wrote like how much anguish that that decision caused him and that he really regretted not pushing back when they were like deciding that like he, he always thought that um, Lugia would be a genderless creature, but like a maternal thing. So the fact that they just used like a male voice for it um, and, and or no, 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 I'm, I'm confusing thing. He always thought that Lugia would be a, like a female, um, but in yeah. the games they made Lugia genderless and yeah. made Lugia voiced by a male. So um, he was quoted as saying, I was gulping down alcohol and drugs. I started to feel like I wanted to die 
And then in 2010, he collapsed in a uh, smoking room of a train station and got like rushed to a hospital, but didn't last too long and uh, died of like a, a condition that's like brain bleeding. And okay. that can usually yeah. occur because of too much like alcohol consumption and, and smoking cigarettes and stuff. So Jeez. his life, his life of, you know, abusing drugs and stuff really kind of caught up with him in a big way and and lugia and all of this could have had some sort of hand in it a little bit and the lugia doesn't have hardly any lines in the movie other than you know like prompting them to do a couple of things and then like express expressing that you know he was thinking that he was failing and then you know hardly anything yeah that sucks Holy shit. Yeah, it's a it's a bummer. Um that's uh, kind of all of that info when um we were talking a couple months ago Dave about like the next episode that I wanted to be on. I was like, "Well, you guys are coming up to Gen 2. I want to be on Lugia because I want to talk about that because that is fascinating to me. That is it like It really is. Such yeah, a wild adds, story. I never would have expected that, you know. It adds so much more context to the movie and gives it like a I don't know. I I always liked this movie. Um, I also, for this one, kind of, I don't know if we were going to play the game, but I looked up the uh, the review scores. Oh, were, were are, we? are we? Yeah. Oh, okay. We, we well, can wait. Oh, Steven's disqualified then. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to weigh in on Steven's it. Steven's going to win. <laughs> but but does know, he know how it compares to... Exactly. Does, does he know how it compares to uh, Most Valuable Primate? Or uh, <laughs> a dog named Skip featuring Kevin Bacon, which I would like to talk about because how did you guys watch this? Uh, uh, Amazon, I rented a- it. Amazon, I rented it. Apple TV, I rented it. Nice, and I'm assuming Sarah watched. Yeah, I just mooched. I just mooched off of Dave's um, Apple ID, <laughs> and no, I, I yeah. watched. I stole content. I guess by watching from the next room, aka um, the next couch cushion over. Take that, Steve Jobs. Yeah. No, you guys were kissing, I bet. I wonder if Lugia oh, had a hand goodness. in Steve Jobs' death. What do you guys Probably. think? Probably. on it. 100%. No, uh, so Steve, I watched it the way... Steve Jobs died of Ligma. <laughs> Who's Steve Jobs? <laughs> um, not my boss anymore. <laughs> uh, I watched it the way that this movie was intended to be watched. On a VHS? VHS? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I, I can't remember if this copy of it was the one that I had um, from childhood, which I absolutely had because I loved this movie. And I had the soundtrack on CD that I listened to not as much as To Be a Masta or Pokemon, the first movie soundtrack, but I listened to it a good amount as well. Um, and, but you know how VHS always have like commercials at the beginning oh, yeah. of it? Coming yeah. this fall. Coming oh, this yeah. fall. Pokemon, the third movie coming 2001. And it was Whoa. just like a, a teaser of like Entei and the unknown and shit. And I was like, damn, dude. Like, I was like, I don't even remember knowing about that movie until I was much older. So that's that's crazy. Also had a commercial for Hey You Pikachu. Oh, yeah. That thing, game that didn't work. That game that didn't work. And also that I got at launch and made my poor yeah. mom spend $80 to get it for me because I needed to have it because it had Pikachu and you could talk to Pikachu. And then I played it like one night at my friend's house and we were both like, this game fucking sucks. Yeah. This game is bad. I, I think that's the I... first game I realized could be bad like the first time i realized video games could be bad was uh hey you pikachu same totally i i got it at clearance at blockbuster i think i spent five dollars and it wasn't even worth the five dollars damn better man than me 
Um, that, that commercial was really funny, though, because it has, like, a 90s kid um, talking to Pikachu and stuff, and he has a dog that's poorly CG'd speaking and being, like, really upset that his uh, owner doesn't pay attention to him anymore. Damn. So did you also get the uh, the short before the movie? I did, yeah. We uh, did it Because we didn't. <laughs> yeah. Can you explain it to us, please? I, I forgot. Also, wait, hold I on. seem That's to like... remember a Snorlax doing something yeah. uh, He's more ripped than you. Well, that, that was say. the first that was the first one. Dude, no, I'm no, sorry. that was in that was the one on uh, the VHS that I had as well, which I was shocked by. Wait, it was Pikachu's Vacation? It wasn't the, the no, Pikachu no, no. Pikachu's Brothers? Pikachu's Vacation is on uh, Pokemon the Movie uh, 2000, but the one that those guys are talking about in the Snorlax video is the one from Pokemon 2000. Oh, okay. Yeah. It ends with it's, the Chinese myth dragon and everything. It's called Pikachu's Rescue something? Yeah. Pikachu's um, Rescue Adventure, and uh, it's also marketed as the Pikachu movie, weirdly, because it like has a little like logo of Pikachu like jumping through a V, and then it says movie, and he's jumping through like the middle of the word, and then it's Pikachu's Rescue Adventure, which, like... I'm sorry, All Sarah, I know is that Snorlax fucking owns in that movie. <laughs> oh no, I was just going to say it's a rip-off that we had to rent these movies and we didn't get those shorts in the beginning. Yeah, you didn't even get the full feature. It's fucking dumb. Um, I want yeah, the basically... Anaconda intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Net Nanwa. The Net Nanwa owns in this movie. Um... And they're not even on YouTube either. It's like you have to watch them all broken up and recorded. Like they're like record the like the ones that are on YouTube are like people recording their TV screens and just like breaking up the video so they can post yeah. it on YouTube without it being taken down immediately. I should um I should get something to digitize VHS and just rip that and like post it somewhere. Oh, that'd be so sick. But it's pretty good. It's, it's a it's a cute movie. There's a cute song in it that's like a going to the rescue, which is also on the soundtrack and has been stuck in my head for the past couple of days now. Um but the, the, the main premise of it is uh, Togepi sees a bunch of Lediba, which is pretty cool at the time because you're like, oh, new Pokemon. Ooh, who are those? Um, and kind of like goes after them and then like ends up getting lost. And then all of Ash's, uh, Ash, Misty, and Tracy is. Yeah, yeah. Tracy. I fucking hate Tracy. Tracy Everyone does did. nothing. Tracy does nothing. And I'm he glad. does one impressive thing. But you'll have to tell me. Later. Oh, is yeah. that the Scyther? No, it's way later in the movie. It's, oh, okay. it's he's very physically fit. Oh, speaking of um Tracy and like Brock, uh there was a Johto Journeys trailer um before the uh it, it was it was sandwiched between Most Valuable Primate, Mary Kate and Ashley Down Under. <laughs> then there was the Johto Journeys thing, and there's a comment on it where he goes, You just see Brock and he goes, Yes, Brock's back. <laughs> which I laughed very hard at. Uh oh, there was also a Batman Beyond Return of the Joker trailer. And, uh, oh, it, which is a really good movie. That's a really good movie. But uh, I was cracking up just because it it had uh, like the voiceover go, the Joker is back and it's no laughing matter. <laughs> <laughs> and then at one point, it's like Mark Hamill doing the voice as well, which is super yeah. cool. But he says he calls himself your old uncle Joker to like the Joker gang that's there, which I found very funny. And uh, at the very end, it just goes this time. The Joker is wild. And then Mark Hamill does his great Joker laugh. You know what's weird? I didn't think about Batman Beyond that they were like, yeah, in the later years, there's going to be people who pretend to be the Joker and do crime. And I'm like, shit. They were right. They were completely <laughs> right about that. Um, 
But yeah, yeah the, so... the whole Pikachu rescue adventure is Togepi gets lost. She ends up hanging out with a bunch of Execute, which are extremely cute in the movie. And Egg then a babies. big storm happens. Oh, there's the the dance of the Bell Awesome, which is also a track on the uh, soundtrack, which is very cute. Uh, it's a very cute movie. Um, but just a, a little adventure of Pikachu teaming up with an Ella kid to try and rescue Togepi from the very, very... Uh, what's the word um, protective execute that are trying to not let them get away. Of course. Cause there must always be five. Yeah. But the reason that Snorlax is pulling 10 Pokemon is because there's a huge storm that almost takes out Togepi and the nest of execute. So they Ooh, all got to grab. Good thing them. that there's no huge storms in the movie proper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or funny jokes about it. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're already, we're, we're half hour in, but we will get to the movie. But first, yeah. we got to play the game, the ratings. I'll give you guys some hints about this movie and how it did. So okay. this movie in the box office made $133.9 million. So but less than Pokemon the first movie. Less than Pokemon the first movie. But also, it took 30, it had a $30 million budget. Which is insane. That's nuts. Because... I'm tra- let me see if I can go back to my old. When it gets right. to those numbers, you might as well just. Wasn't be it? Wasn't Pokemon the first movie? Things. I think that was a five million. Like five million. Yeah, yeah. it was a five yeah. million dollar budget. Yeah. I think a lot of the budget was probably marketing and the soundtrack, because they had to pay and fucking like, like Donna Summer. They also yeah, had like yeah. a lot of Donna like, Summer with the power of one. Yeah. Yeah. They also had like a lot of um like zoom in zoom outs of like you know three D looking things and animation and stuff like that that yeah. definitely wasn't in the first movie. They also they, had to buy an ancient Mew Pokemon card. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had to buy one million of those to give out. Um, um. Yeah. They needed to make Lawrence's airship look really cool, even though you're like, why the fuck does this technology exist? Why isn't this it, fucking guy just using Pokeballs? It looks like. That dude's airship, we'll get to this, but it looks like the top of a sports authority with a bunch of ceiling fans stuck to it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the film, it was successful. It earned uh, 9250000 on opening day, which was a million behind the original movie. It was third place for opening week. Um, Yeah, so it didn't do as well, but it did well. The only problem is that it only made... 43,700,000 in the domestic box office, which for a movie that costs 30 million is not great. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So we're going to play this game where I am going to list five movies and you are going to put them in order of highest rated to worst. And I decided to pick sound uh, sequels for this one. All sequels as this is Pokemon, the movie two technically. So, your five <laughs> movies are Pokemon the Movie 2000, Cars 2, Space Jam 2, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and classic Big Mama's House 2. <laughs> I need to. I hear Googling. I hear people typing. I'm, no, no, no. He's just writing so it I don't down. Have to ask you. Yeah, I'm yeah, doing you know, it. I was going to type it down typing. in the chat, too. Oh, okay. Okay, I, I think I have. Wait, my... I need you to t- I need you to say those one more time. All right, so Pokemon, <laughs> Cars Two, Space Jam Two, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and Big Mama's House Two. I think I got it. Oh, they're all showing up in chat right now. Big Mama. <laughs> Big Mama. Oh wait, are we all typing it in chat? 
no, 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 no. That's no. just the. Was just, those that was are just the five. for us to reference because I oh, I'm gonna forget. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna forget. So we'll um, do this. Everybody can guess what is the top rated movie by Rotten Tomatoes of those movies. Can I go first? Go for it. I think it's Cars 2. That is also mine. That is also mine. I'm going to guess Big Mama's House. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Cars 2 is the top rated sequel in this list with a 39%. I actually really enjoyed that movie. I know that Cars 2 is not the best rated movie. I have not seen uh, any of those films, but I do appreciate Cars 2 specifically because of that tweet that someone did one time where they said, I spilled baked beans all over myself watching Cars 2 in theaters, and a teenager shouted, this MF eating beans. This is an abridged version because I am am a white man, so I will not be reading the actual words of this teenager, but... Uh, and everyone laughed at this guy. So that anytime I think of cards too, I just think of this guy eating baked beans in the theater and spilling it all over and <laughs> a teenager totally that? fucking owning him. Who fucking does that? Well, that's why what? it's rated so highly. Yeah, exactly. That's why it has a 49% fan vote. Oh, oh nice. Okay. Um, all right. So what is the least, the worst rated movie? Mortal Kombat Annihilation is going to be my answer. I'm also going to guess Mortal Kombat. Um... I'm gonna go with Big Mama this time. Oh. Um, I haven't seen the rest of them, so I'll go with Big Mama also. People Worst. didn't really like Space Jam too. I don't think I've seen any of these movies I, other than Pokemon. I, I have seen Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and that movie fucking owns. But I also know that people absolutely fucking hated it, so I think it's gonna be rated very poorly. And the worst movie here with a four percent. Oh man, that's worse is than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Unfair, <laughs> unfair. Nice. Watch the movie. It's a good movie. It's a fun time. It's it's I not as bad as everyone it. makes it out. All right, so, so Peter where and Carl are tied, right? Yeah. Now for the tiebreaker, <laughs> we're gonna have to kiss it out. No, yeah, you have, have to pick have a pillow fight. <laughs> pick the middle one. Pick middle the middle one? one. My what middle is Big Mama's House Two. Uh, my middle one, Space Jam Two. I also will pick Space Jam too. All right, you both failed. <laughs> is it, is Here's it the final long? question. Final question. Wait, Steven didn't guess. Well, I was already out. You're already oh, out. Yeah. So here, here's the rating. So Pokemon 2000 is right in the middle. Okay. Oh, okay. So it goes from top to bottom. We have Cars 2 with twenty with 39%. Space Jam 2 with 26%. Pokemon the movie 2000 with 19%. Mortal Kombat, no, then Big Mama's House with 5%, and Mortal Kombat Annihilation with 4%. Uh, Honorable mentions, Baby Geniuses 2 with the whopping 0%. Oh my god. I didn't know it was possible. (laughs) And Jaws 2, which has a 0% as well. Um, Also, if you guys remember, I was kind of surprised because Mewtwo Strikes Back has a 16%. Versus this nineteen percent, so this is rated higher um, by the fans and by yeah, well, no, it, this is it, this is rated higher by Rotten Tomatoes with a nineteen percent, but the fans rated Mewtwo higher. I think this is the better movie. I disagree. I disagree. Also, yeah. I I also disagree. I think. I, I I don't know how much of it is nostalgia. I think I like Pokemon the first movie a lot more than this. I do really like this movie though. I think the first one narratively 
is better. Yeah. This one seemed like it, the story is very familiar. Um, so it almost seems like not super exciting, but there's nonstop action. So I feel like this one is more exciting, but the first one is like yeah. leaves it a lasting impression. I, I think also, also like when very... you consider. Oh, go ahead, Sarah. No, no, no. It's okay. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, when, <laughs> when you when you consider um, just the writing of it, where initially this was going to be like uh, like a, a side story. It wasn't going to have anything to do with Ash or the gang. They kind of had to get shoehorned in kind of later in production. I think that kind of hurt it as well, because with Mewtwo, it makes sense for Ash and them to be there and, and, and all of that. But with this one, I think brand new Pokemon, never before seen, was going to be a whole story. It was probably going to be even darker than Pokemon the first movie. And then they were like, Okay, like you're gonna have to put Ash and, and the gang in there. I that that might have hurt it as well, but not the whole gang. Yeah, Brock's Brock in it for like two seconds. Yeah. yeah, he makes He's a little the background. like background cameo. It's okay, guys. Yeah. I have I have it on good authority that yes, Brock's back. Johto <laughs> journeys. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna play the card game because so. Uh, thank you to uh, Professor Samfire Green of our Porygon episode in the Binder Institute for giving us the corrections on the card game last week where Sarah was correct. There was actually eight. There were two Koro Koro Jumbo cards, a Pikachu and a Mewtwo in Japan. Um, so I'm probably going to fuck it up again. The Japanese ones, <laughs> I didn't know that they were hidden in magazines, so I missed those. But for uh, this movie... If you went to the theater or purchased a ticket within the first week or before the movie came out, you were given an ancient Mew. Which I didn't is... even know there was another other cards you can get. So if you went after that, there were um, an option between Zapdos, Articuno, and Moltres. Three different promos that had some kind of cool art. Um, like, I'd say maybe like color pencil-y looking art yeah. uh, if yeah. you bought the vhs or dvd you got a pikachu in japan there were two promos a hitmon top and an igly buff and also a koro koro pikachu and pichu card that was not officially but when you look at the set it had a, a logo for pokemon the movie 2000 so i want to get uh, those birds now. who 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 has some of these cards i have an ancient mew yeah. I have an ancient Mew. I have an ancient Mew as well. I was I'm trying to look at the artwork of the others because I I would find it hard to believe that I only saw this in theaters once. I but... think we went so late that we got the birds. I didn't get an ancient Mew from seeing the movie. We oh, I did. I still have mine. I, I immediately put it in like a hard shell uh, case for it and stuff. Yeah. Smart kid. Which I, I think thought... I, I then uh, changed out for the actual Japanese Mew that I got uh, around the same time. I thought I was a millionaire at that point. I had the oh, I th Mew. Uh, what a good feeling. And then you see it at the spoilers end of the movie. That, that's what kind of starts this whole thing is uh, the collector had an ancient Mew card. He's like, it all started with this. Mm -hmm. And every kid in the theater holding one was like, oh. <gasps> I'm going to become a monster too. I'm going to burn down the rainforest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to become fucking Cortez and just like ruin everything. <laughs> I love global warming. I just put the, the, the cards in chat for the, uh, the birds ones. And while you look at that, the only thing I need to say is that Herman Cain, do you all remember him? Failed politician running for president. In one of his final speeches, yes. he went up to the mic and said, oh, I believe yeah. these words came from the Pokemon movie. Life can be a challenge. Life can seem impossible. It's never easy. 
when there's so much on the line, but you and I can make a difference. There's a mission just for me and you. He cited from Power of One by the disco singer Donna Summer. You know, I never liked that song, and that just uh, really kind of hammers it home for me. Um, that was a song that I would always start up on the CD, and I would skip it. Again, that might have something to do with my um, my liking Pokemon the first movie versus 2000, because I would listen to the soundtrack from Pokemon the movie 2000 front to back. It seems kind of like they were kind of going a little more markety with this, like Donna Summers, uh, Weird Al Yankovic on there, uh, a lot of like bigger names on Pokemon. the soundtrack, and yeah, yeah. Dude, Pol- well, Pokemon fucking rules. What it a just game. shows how big of a cultural impact it had with like a presidential candidate quoting yeah. it. It's kind yeah. of like when uh, what in like two thousand five, I was gonna say Hillary Clinton came up and she said, "I'm on the road to Viridian City. On the road. <laughs> on the road. I'm on the road. Meet my friends along the way." Yeah. <laughs> Together forever, no matter how long from now until the end of time. This is Barack Obama. Uh, it's like when Bill Clinton said that he wants to take the ultimate step to risk it all to be where no one's been <laughs> to find the way to take command and use the power that's in his hand. Yeah, he went to Giovanni Epstein's island. And... <laughs> it's like I when mean, Bill oh, Orange Islands, Orange game. Islands. Oops. <laughs> it's like when Bill Clinton won the uh, the game award for uh, best game of the year. <laughs> Or it's like when uh, <laughs> it's like when you in Sun and Moon how you find Oak there and he's all tanned, but he says he's somebody else. That is that that is his cousin, though. That's what he wants you to think. It's because he was on Epstein's Island. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, actually Will Clinton that went to yeah. Epstein's Island. This is his cousin. That was Will Clinton, <laughs> who's my cousin. It's like he has he has this, a different last name. Ah, oh, shut up. Will Clinton. Oh, get it. Phil McCracken. (laughs) (laughs) This movie opens with a pedestal. And someone's saying the prophecy. Yeah. Go back to the beginning of the episode if you want to hear the full prophecy. Yeah. Yeah. Or listen to the hit B-52 song that is just them singing the prophecy. Which I also did not like as a kid because I didn't understand. I didn't get the B fifty twos. I've since realized that they actually do slap. But just hearing "Disturb," not the harmony of fire, ice, or lightning, I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" I've got me a lugia. It's as big as a whale. <laughs> I should re-listen to the B fifty two song on on the soundtrack. I I, I'm sure I probably really thing. like it. Oh yeah, it is. It is. Yo, looking at that soundtrack, who the fuck is this for? That, like they're exactly, trying to pull this in is, parents, but what demo? Like, what the seems, fuck? It seems like they missed the mark. They kind of real Icarus vibes. Like they flew too close to the sun. They were like, "Well, we we have the star power now. We got Weird Al. Ain't no way this is gonna tank more than uh or or not do as well as Pokemon the first movie." I mean, I'm glad they learned their lesson, and now they're getting more appropriate celebrities like Katy Perry and Post Malone. And Post Malone, of course. Yo, also, that Post Malone song that he did, like, for Pokemon or whatever, I was in a Wawa, like, late at night one time, and I just heard, I think it's, like, Azalea Town is what he uses, like, he samples that in the song, and it's a cover of another song, I think, and I heard it, and I literally thought I was, like, having a stroke. I was like, (laughs) why would a Wawa be playing, like, a, a... soundcloud rap kind of style cover of a song that also has azalea town in it and then i looked it up and i was like oh it's post malone that actually makes a whole lot of sense by the way dream street 
yep. is on this soundtrack. Dream Street, O-Town oh. has two songs. I think Dream Street might have been in the uh, commercial for the uh, the soundtrack as well, which was the one right before the Pikachu movie. I Dream remember Street that... came to the Wayne Hills Mall once. I remember. And I remember their one single was called Liquid Dream, and there was no way it was not about nocturnal emissions. <laughs> <laughs> More like we can talk about this movie, but I need to read all the lyrics to Liquid Dreams right now. All right. <laughs> if you're stumbling down and you start to fall... <laughs> I forget the actual coming to the rescue song lyrics, but damn, this is a karaoke bop guys. You know, you know what surprised <laughs> me about this movie that I completely forgot? Um, even though it makes sense, like chronology, like chronologically with the show, they were in the orange islands for this. This is like a movie yeah. that takes place in the orange islands. For some reason, I always just assumed it was Johto, I guess. Cause it's Lugia, but, uh, was the orange islands in the games? No. I don't think they were. That was no. anime only, right? Yeah, I so mean, they did like the a- Sevi Islands. Yeah, that was in, later. Uh, and those are different islands. They're different islands, yeah. They, sh- they should just go back to so Orange Island. The the anime gets to have its own stuff, like the Orange Islands, but they can't have an exclusive Pokemon like Lugia, like uh, like the creator Bastards. wanted? Come on. Well, I think uh, Orange Islands got canceled after Brock was sexually assaulted by Professor Ivy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, listen Professor to Ivy, this. Ivy, who was in this in this movie as well. She was Hot, hotter Looking than I remember. Extremely nice with it. Yeah, she's got yeah. the sleepy eyes, which is always good yeah. when you're in your 30s and always tired. Yeah, she smiles never. Never. <laughs> she smiling. got great hair too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Purple hair. Yep. She got some yitties. <laughs> but anyway, guys. So <laughs> some so the old yitties. <laughs> so the chorus is uh i dreamed about a girl who's a mix of destiny's child just a little touch of madonna's wild style with janet jackson's smile throw in a body like jennifer's you've got the star of my liquid dreams oh my it's just like i made the perfect girl Definitely to crank it to <laughs> she's a dominatrix that was in the pokemon movie <laughs> <laughs> Man, all the women. And of course, that, that is about Professor Ivy, as we all know, who is all of those features, except for Janet Jackson's smile. Yeah, she's she never has... smiling, but no. Um. So basically, I don't know. My notes are. I was thinking about uh, Coheed and Cambria, early Coheed, because they're on Shibuti Island. Shibuti Island. <laughs> oh God, me too. <laughs> Well, they're on their they're on their way somewhere else, right? They get uh, whisked off by the tides. Well, okay, so we should start at the beginning, right? So we have the prophecy, and we are told that Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno are the titans, and that they need to be kept in balance. And immediately, uh, Moltres is uh, captured. That's the, the yeah. first target of uh, I yeah. forget his did, name. Did it He's bother? Like, the collector uh, yeah what was his name uh lawrence the third i think lawrence the third yeah yeah, yeah. uh um, it, it bothered me that he went three two one instead of one two three it bothered yeah. me that he fought the pokemon with missiles <laughs> yeah it was very upsetting seeing I, it bothered me it bothered get... me that this movie had a 30 million dollar budget and they use the fucking same cannon sequence like three times in a row <laughs> they're like well we got to show lauren shooting these bird pokemon so just roll <laughs> the same footage we already we already paid our animators for that it's if like you're a billionaire win. why don't you use cannons i mean it 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 worked really well for him 
Well, Cannons yeah. are now canon in the Pokemon I think universe. He's also the one who was reading the prophecy in the beginning, right? Like it's, it's yeah, his he had it on his stub, not the pro- the, the because yeah, harmony. He's like motherfucker, you're you're disturbing the harmony. Well, he reveals that he's doing that specifically oh, to yeah. wake Lugia and capture to get Lugia, Lugia the, the so ultimate even, prize. Yeah, so even though he is capturing these three birds, it's really just to to annoy Lugia and get Lugia to wake up. Oh yeah, um, another um, one of my favorite parts of this movie, watching it as an adult, is that uh, subtext just does not exist in this at all. So as he's like commanding his giant, ridiculous airship that it looks like shit, um, he's got this <laughs> weird like uh, VR, like augmented reality, like chessboard kind of thing in front of him, where it has like everything plotted out. Like you see these cool icons for each of the birds, and like hit like a little like plum blom or whatever they're called on the sims like to indicate him and it's like moving along these different squares and and at one point he's literally like ah this is just like a game of chess and it's like <laughs> i love to like kiss a little bit of credit <laughs> uh is it zapdos or moltres starts taking over other people's no it's zapdos zapdos, zapdos first yeah. Yeah. is taking over moltres's island and it like starts gaining ground like it's playing fucking splatoon or some shit yeah like, and uh, also yeah. like zapdos has the most heinous scream out yeah, of all, all of them, them. All the zapdos screams like, like a man yo i'm like shut the fuck up like if the movie went any longer with zapdos <laughs> screaming because that was like more than half the movie was like the three birds just fighting each other and squawking and screaming and i'm just like i need to Maybe put this on mute and I will still get the same yeah. idea of what the yeah. fuck is happening here. Get a Guzzlord in there. Dude, it was because I thought at first because like we heard Moltres screaming first. I'm like, wow, that's annoying. And then I'm like, oh, no, I didn't know what annoying was until I heard Zapdos. Yeah, which Zapdos. is why I already proves, proves my point why Articuno is the best because its scream was definitely not as bad as the other two. Yeah, yeah. Articuno is the best. I also want to say. Yeah, all right. Zapdos was my favorite, but now it went down like five five ranks. My my least favorite controversial on the on the pod, my least favorite is Zapdos. Yeah, me too. Nope. Oh uh, well still my favorite. That's very nice of you to come I, on, I Carl. Will say, yeah, well, I'll see you guys later. Um, no, I, I do really like Zapdos in this movie, though, despite the, the screaming. I think I was also, like, used to the screaming because in Pikachu's uh, rescue adventure, they go into, like, a, a tree or, like, a forest, and there's, like, a bunch of Victrabell just there, just all fucking screaming. <laughs> yeah. Like a chorus of screaming Victrabell. It's great. Um, but I really like how we get, like exposition from zapdos which is just pikachu shocking it and then like, <laughs> yeah. someone's like oh that's you're not hurting it at all it must be really powerful and they're like no you idiot like pikachu is talking, talking to him i think meowth <laughs> meowth translates between zapdos yeah, meowth and can translate electric current <laughs> yeah meowth is op i speak zap we uh so we we skipped Basically, it starts off, they're going, there's an island. The best line in the movie where Team Rocket, they've ditched the balloon. This is their um, Magikarp submarine oh, Magikarp era. Magikarp submarine. Yeah, yeah. and they're the in there. best thing that they got. I and love there's Magikarp this, submarine. So they're they're heading through, and I think it's Jesse or James. They go, an island in a storm? And Meowth goes, ah, I've seen this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, same. Because I was like, this is the same shit. That they is end... not the best quote in the movie, though. I'll get to the best quote when we get oh, there. So Team Rocket up. has a bunch of fucking bangers in this movie. Um, then the weather in the world's getting all fucked. And uh, so, of course, Oak's got to go check on Delia. 
Yeah. And uh, hey, how you doing jealous. today? Yeah, she's very jealous. jealous. He's jealous seeing Mr. Mime do the dirty work in the garden. No, shout outs um, to Mimey. Can I say too? I didn't know this. I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but Delia's voice actress is Ash's voice Ash's. actress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kn- I didn't know that. I was like, wow, I I can hear it now totally. I but feel like we talked about that once, didn't probably. we? Probably. I don't remember. I, has that always me. been the thing? Because I also was yeah. pretty surprised by that. I was like, did I not notice that as a kid or did I just forget? Like, because it's pretty obvious in this movie. So I was wondering if it was a thing where like they just like fired the original voice actress. and were just No, like, yeah, she, Ash, you do it. she's always done both, apparently. Oh, that's wow. awesome. Which is that's great, great for her. She, well, yeah. Sorry. She also does Ash's soon. dad. <laughs> I was going to say, sorry, you're going to be out of work soon since Ash's yeah. uh, long storied career is coming to an end. Yeah, well, didn't the Rocket. voice actress uh, leave re- like a while ago? Anyway, isn't Ash voiced by somebody? Oh yeah, else? it was a different Ash voice. Yeah. I think in in later seasons, that's right. Um, so he arrives on the island, and they're like, "Well, we have to stop at this island." But I have friends, and then everybody shows up in like Tabuco masks. Yeah, yeah, and then they're like, "Oh, great, they... you're the Pokemon trader." There's a fucking shit that we do every year where we sing songs and we give chores the f- to the pokemon trainer that shows <laughs> <Yeah>. up <laughs> any pokemon trainer has to go to these three shitty little islands normally it's just a boring little fun thing you can do while you're drunk or whatever but uh this <laughs> time seems like there's a storm coming in even though the weather isn't calling for a storm and uh this is the first year that the younger sister carol's younger sister melody is going to be do it and she's yeah. like Ooh, it's because melody. it's because carol I, can't be the maiden anymore because she's too old she's the ripe old <laughs> anime age of 14 yeah. she had her first bleed <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh my god and melody is trying to get out of it by losing her maidenhood to ash yeah she yeah. is she delivers Dude, some I scathing love... lines she's amazing so i love melody i think i had a crush on her when i was a kid i'm pretty oh, sure oh hell yeah i, I, I did that... not did you see her outfit in the beginning like oh I my said... god with the glasses and the hat I said that to Frostwan um, as we were watching it together, and she was just like, "Oh, how could you, as a kid, have a crush on an anime character?" And then she like showed me her James from Team Rocket tattoo because she famously <laughs> loved James so much. Um, yeah, it's so they go there, and she plays her little flute, but she talks shit on their tradition the whole time. She's just like, "Yeah, maybe you'll be done with this. Like, grow up and stop doing your boring little tradition." I'll play your dumb song. It's a yeah. dorky tradition, she calls it. Yeah, she, it, it's a really good song, though. I, I love that. Um, I love that song a lot. That stuck with me since I saw this in 99 or whenever it came out. Do you want to yeah. sing it for us? Do, 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 do. Life can seem impossible. <laughs> I'm not Donna Summer, so I can't do it justice. But yeah. No, the Donna Summer version sucks. The actual version of the movie is, yeah. is really good. The Ocarina one is super good. Oh, I, I love her little about Ocarina. a girl who's a mix of Destiny's Child. <laughs> <laughs> also, wait, this entire movie was just Zelda. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I said it's a very Wind familiar Waker. story. Yeah. But, but either way, uh, Melody... It's Wind Waker tells yeah. Asher about the story gives him a big old welcome smooch and then immediately turns to Misty he's like oh are you his sister <laughs> and she's uh, pissed off it's like oh you must be his girlfriend then and that pisses her oh, off yeah. even more uh, and it's great yeah she gets um, like angry electricity up her body 
this, uh, as, a, uh, as a 10 year old seeing this movie or, or however old I was, uh, I was very, very invested in the romantic tension between Ash and Misty. So seeing yeah. this, I was like, oh shit, dude. And I knew the lore because I had to be a master and I had listened to Misty's song where <laughs> she reveals song. as Ash falls asleep that she is in love with him. Like I knew in my heart the whole time. <laughs> well, and people... uh, I was, I was glad that it finally was getting some <laughs> canonization in the story. There is concept art of an older Misty with a young girl that's supposed to be their daughter. And it was going to be an ending, like an after credit scene of Pokemon, the first movie, uh, because they were going to like end Ash's story after the Indigo League. And they were like, fuck money. And they just kept it going. So that's yeah. something that was like a possible alternate ending that never happened. But but that's I was really going to cool. say, like this that. movie does not pass the Bechdel test, does it? No. Actually, maybe no. no. I think maybe Delia saves the day. It would have. It, it really would have if they went with the original vision of of Lugia being uh, maternal uh, female Pokemon. Because literally, Melody, every word to Misty is just like, "You like him? You gonna suck his dick? You want me to suck his dick? You jerk? You nervous? I'm a girl I'm a and suck he's it a boy. If you don't, I'm a girl and he's a boy. I'm a. This is my culture, and he's a boy, and I'm a girl. Like every fucking thing that was said to Misty was about like, "You're a girl. Do you have a crush?" I was like, it. They always lean on that a little bit, but it was obnoxious. It was. It was like, very Misty, yeah, very yeah. front and center. At one point, she's just like, "I'm a like." You know, like when the storm's going on, she says something like, you know, I'm a water trainer from a water gym. And she's like, oh, is that where you met your boyfriend? Like every she has no worth (laughs) in this movie other than being are you do you have a crush? Like it sucks. I mean, yeah, like and literally that was a non sequitur as well, because they were on a boat that Melody, this 10 year old child is driving. And she's like, don't worry, I've been around the ocean my whole life. You don't have to be scared of Misty's like, I'm not afraid in the ocean. I'm a water gym Pokemon trainer or something. And it's like (laughs) did not have to go back to being Ash. In Melody's defense, she does do like a sick like three sixty in the boat seconds after that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, she rules. She's she's absolutely. There's a total backflip in the boat. I was I telling I wouldn't Sarah, want Tracy driving that shit. I was telling Sarah that she is exactly me when I play Grand Theft Auto <laughs> oh, with yeah. my buddy Matt because she takes the boat like upstairs on land. Yeah, I like the I'm boat like... can like fly all of a sudden because you just put up some sails. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, exactly. I know that's how she physics works. She flies it right up the stairs. There's a lot of boats doing things boats shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Boats are rarely in the water in this movie. <laughs> I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. Once the boat crashed, I was like, "Fucking finally! Why did this boat have like nine fucking lives? Is this a, is it a Pokemon? It might as well be." Yeah, but well, then it becomes a that's surfboard. Che- that's Chekhov's <laughs> boat because you just wait for the third act. That boat's coming back. <laughs> but yeah, I guess we've been skipping around a lot. So basically, he caught Moltres. Ash is like, they're like, yeah, we get drunk tonight, and you get to, you know, like, <laughs> you get to bed me down. Yeah, I'll finger <laughs> your butthole. Yours, the tra- I don't know, but. He's like, no, I have a responsibility. I'm going to do, which is such a different thing from Ash. He's got the hots for her. So she's like, we'll take yeah, he's my trying boat. to impress her for sure. Yeah, and the- Pikachu really wants Ash to get up and get going too. Because Pikachu's oh, feeling yeah, that's, the that's force. That's an important thing that was pointed out as well. All the Pokemon have been kind of gathering. And um, just every every Pokemon seems off. And, and Ash at one point says, Pikachu's acting weird. Um, subtle. And, you the, know, and the weather. Of- the weather's yeah. going haywire too. W- weather's going haywire. Nature is becoming imbalanced, as we can guess from hearing the prophecy like three times at this yeah. point. Yeah, um, global and this climate is all, change is going. 
this is all really good subtext of like you know kids can kind of follow along and be like oh the pokemon are acting weird so something is going wrong it shouldn't be fun ash is right um it's not good subtext though because earlier in the movie professor oak literally says pokemon have a better natural understanding of nature than we do so they're all worried about something going on in nature and then the diglets steal his bike (laughs) oh yeah that's really good oh Sarah, are you going to talk about the line? It's like a line in passing. There's like a lady on a boat talking to other people. Um, the joke? Or are you going to talk about a different Oh my line? god, the joke! Yeah, There's yeah, a yeah. joke at the no, beginning. Oh, oh, the boat oh, no, no, captain no, no, no. is no, 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 no. sitting in front of people. Yeah. And you just get like halfway through a scene. And it's, it's like one of those jokes where it's just like, and like I said to the so other guy, to Mabel, that's not my bat. Like, you know what I mean? So it pans away and she says, and she said, no, but I have Krabbies. And then oh, everybody yeah. loses it <laughs> laughing. Yeah. That's, not my, that's not my line, it. though. My line comes from a Pokemon. So My favorite oh, line okay. comes from James. Th- maybe, at the end, maybe at the end, we all just go and say our favorite quote from the movie. I come to James. Uh, he's <laughs> Who part doesn't? Of my, he's part of my liquid dream. <laughs> um... Yeah, so they get there. When he gets there, isn't like Zapdos is just like fucking laying siege to the island. Yeah, and that's when they and talk. again spoke spoke with with Pikachu saying like uh, Moltres is no longer here. I dig. I I take this land in honor of like the electric type Pokemon or something. Like I forget specifically yeah. what, but it's basically like the yeah. territories are shifting. So it seems like they didn't really have a peaceful relationship with one another it was kind of always adversarial but they each had their own islands that they kind of just like stayed stayed on themselves and then mm-hmm. once the balance was kind of lost it was just like oh fuck yeah this is my island now yeah um team rocket also has been kind of following along they hid in the boat when the boat did the flip they got parachuted out and got landed like all the way at the top of the mountain and so they even like confronted ash and tried to like get in the way um but they're there the whole time that this is all going on. And um, there's like a fourth wall breaking joke, even about team rocket being on the big screen. Yeah. Uh, I love that. They, they do so much fourth wall breaking with team rocket in this movie. Honestly, this movie should just be about team rocket. Team rocket really are the ones that shine here. Team rocket MVPs for real. They are. Uh, and they actually do something this movie too. Yeah. yeah they do something uh, really, really cool. So, so the one thing I did want to mention real quick is like after all of uh, the Zapdos stuff is going on, like uh, Jesse and uh, James are seeing Melody and Misty bickering because they're still bickering in the middle of like all of this stuff. And uh, Jesse says, when you deal with the opposite sex, there's trouble. And James says he stays out of trouble. <laughs> which i thought was great he doesn't he doesn't mess with the opposite sex he says and then meowth says that they don't need the opposite sex because they have each other uh which i thought was really cute and i just wanted to shout out frostwad uh you might know her um because she shared a a manga panel from electric tale of pikachu where jesse and james actually get married and have babies oh it's like oh yeah foreshadowing I thought it was also being like James gay, maybe. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, I think that's what I, I feel like he was very coded that way in at least in the localization that we got. 
I don't know yeah. if it was like more of like I I kind of I guess it was more like a like a bisexual kind of thing because of the yeah, I think either Jezebel. Jesse and James are just like incredibly bisexual or they're just like gay friends or like Polly you know who knows yeah yeah that too which one Rath or Whirl leave the babies out of it I've learned that from this podcast <laughs> yeah but um zapdos eventually gets captured uh as well and everybody gets captured up with zapdos um and they They get scooped by the hoops yeah Mm -hmm. or the Um, the squares i feel like each bird kind of gets a different yeah one gets a triangle Mm -hmm. i think too yeah yeah yeah, but then there, uh, again, I forget his name, even though we just mentioned it. But I Lawrence just, uh, the Third. Lawrence I just kept calling him the Collector. Um, right. Martin yeah. Lawrence of Big Mama's Health fame. They they finally. Big Mama's House Two. What's the score? <laughs> they finally confront him, and they're very angry because they're like, "You don't train your Pokemon at all. You just collect them like they're toys or stamps." And I was yeah, what like, "What kind of po- what kind of Pokemon trainer are you?" And he's like, "Oh, my dear, I am not a trainer. I am the collector." Which honestly, but, like, same. Yeah. Misty was like, "How dare you? You treat them like toys and stamps." And it's like, "I'm watching the movie with my Pokemon toys and stamps <laughs> and my Pokemon <laughs> cards." Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh no. <laughs> and, my, and my live and my live decks and X and Y. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually a scathing uh, commentary on just the the fan base as a whole. It's just like, "Hey, Pokemon fans, here's a mirror. You fucking monsters." No, but but imagine like Carl. How many cats do you have? Uh, three. All right. So imagine if Michael Vick showed up at your house. And it was just like, oh, you just hanging on to those cats? You're going to make them do anything? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh, you mean I'm not like having... I mean, to I be mean, fair, you didn't shoot... all the Pokemon. I was going to say, you didn't shoot missiles at, at the, shoot the cats. I didn't shoot missiles at my cats. Or it, I, sometimes I do have to contain them to bring them somewhere they don't want to be, which is the vet. And they are very sad in the front seat so of my car. They're the birds in your Lugia. Yes, hell yeah. You have to tame their uh, wild hearts. Their anger, yeah. Um, so I think, I, I, I can't remember if we talked about the ashes portion in this legend. He has to collect three orbs uh, from each of the islands to bring it back to Shibuti Island or whatever the fuck it's called. So um, they can ponder them. And that's like what he's been <laughs> trying to do, but... Um, the first one he gets like before shit really goes sideways and he has to, like, I, I always liked how he had to like kind of rip it out of the statue's mouth a little bit. Yeah. He, he got the like, first like, one from the Moltres Islands, yeah. but Moltres wasn't even there at the time. He was already captured. Yeah, was captured exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, he was a and porch pirate. With the Zapdos <laughs> stuff, as all of that stuff is going on, I think it just like flies out to him. Like it just, it, it's just kind of like a deus ex machina, like, oh, things got destroyed and here's the orb that you need. Um, but there still is one that he needs to get. Oh, and also they got out by, they were trapped too, uh, up on the yeah, thing and they were like, the, fuck it. We're going to get all of our Pokemon and team rocket as well to just free the, the birds and the birds just like blow holes through the side. And yeah. Yeah, it's only crash the, it, it, crash it's the only sports Moltres and, and Zapdos that got captured, yeah. right? And then they're just yeah. in their little weird cages that are there, just like chilling. As like, so <laughs> also we... Lawrence has an AI that talks to him, and it's just like I forget how she describes like getting the Pokemon trainers and stuff. And it was like, we got some something else uh, as we were trying to capture the birds. 
I want somebody she, to redub like the code movie. Blue yeah. or something. Yeah. I'm, but she's like, we ha- we picked up something other or something. It's like really weird. I want her voice redubbed by the person that does Plankton's AI at oh, the jump yeah. bucket. <laughs> oh like, my goodness. Very sarcastic and like, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. But yeah, they use their Pokemon powers, including like Arbok and Weezing to blast it out. And then they oh. crash. <laughs> yeah. So they, Ash. Yeah. Everyone, everyone tries, like Ash tries using all of his competent Pokemon. And then Jesse and James are like, okay, well, you know, like if the world's going to end or whatever, we don't want that. So we're going to help out as well. Instead of just trying to steal Pikachu, go Ekans and Arbok and like, or uh, uh, coughing and and um, Arbok, or, uh, fuck, the wheezing, oh, wheezing and Arbok, wheezing and Arbok. Arbok. Yeah, I, I swear I like Pokemon. I swear I watch this movie. <laughs> um, and like wheezing just kind of like headbutts it and immediately gets shocked and just like falls. Yeah, he's oh, passed out him. on the ground. And yeah, Arbok does like poison sting, which is just a bunch of needles, like energy needles flying out of his mouth. And uh, eventually they do like. break the birds out, and then the birds fly out and just start immediately fighting yeah. well ash ash frees moltres and moltres feet frees zapdos to fight him oh yeah 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 <laughs> it's like hot rod he needs to yeah. save him so he could kick his ass <laughs> exactly <laughs> um yeah so they get down and they're like oh shit to save this we need to get to the one final ball but that's well, so far they, they finally they, meet Slowbro. Oh Slow yeah! Oh, my favorite Slow character of the Slow whole King. movie. He had a cameo earlier, and he says something. I forget what he says. Oh, he says this is bad because yeah. he, <laughs> he also you see all again subtext. <laughs> but like, yeah, he he can speak, and he just said like he he realizes what's going on, and that it's he no use, good. he does say um also at one point I could use pants. That's my favorite line. <laughs> it's like it's that's snowing. my favorite oh, line. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, that's, that's, oh, sorry. That's, 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 that's okay. That was that was my favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite kind of line of the shit. entire movie. He's watching shit go topsy turvy. There's like a, a blizzard Literally. happening and stuff, and he's standing in the snow, and it's just like a, a shot from behind him where you see him looking into like the distance, and he just says, "I could, I could use pants." Balls dangling <laughs> in the wind. It was also, I feel like that happened after a very like tense moment in the movie, and it was like a, a little bit of comic relief for for everyone, which is I appreciate. Yeah, they're also at the same time showing now all of the Pokemon have actually gathered to the orange islands and they yeah, say the ones... too that like you know the ones that can't swim or fly are even just gathering wherever they can at the edge of the the water uh and yeah, it's, yeah, it's actually kind so of sad. ominous to see them all yeah. just standing it, it is there. I, and i think that gets revealed at some point either here or a little later that um the reason that they're all gathering is because they know something big is happening and they know that um something is going on and that even if like just being there, if even one of them can do something to make sure that things are okay, they want to be there for it. Like they all gathered because of the titular power of one. Mm -hmm. Oh, which one? Donna summer knew it. (laughs) I was, I would have showed up for weird Al. (laughs) puts on a great show. That guy. But yeah. So slow King, tells ash to put the two orbs down and then um he says like very... oh put the put the orbs in the pedestal um and, and, ash does very... that. and he's like hey you're one orb short <laughs> yeah and it's very cool too because like there's specific like holes that look towards each island where you have to put each um orb so he knows which like where to put each one and then yeah he sees uh the ice island he's got to go there 
And, and this it's is... across just the fucking worst possible path. It's, it's like, it's like the, the, a the frozen, giant... yeah, frozen mm-hmm. over ocean by Articuno because Articuno is fighting Zapdos and Moltres and like Lugia is trying to like break them up, but well, they're like whooping its ass too. So, so yeah, Ash sees the ocean and the three birds fighting and then Lugia finally shows up. So now it's even worse. So, yeah. And this is where they kind of shit. We woke up dad. He's pissed. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> this is a part where they kind of reiterate the, the um, myth again and kind of, you know, emphasize without revealing that the world needs is going to turn to ash when yeah, uh, the, the, you know the lugia goes down ash. you know yeah, that that's it, in the myth yeah it talks about how like very clearly when you follow the the legend i mean it's not subtle but the birds will fight there'll be havoc and stuff and then the beast of the sea will rise and once that falls the world will turn to ash which like you know if it's a legend or whatever you're like oh man that means the world's gonna end ash all that but like it's so obvious that they even like made sure to not to try and make it a surprise for kids that like every time they read the legend since the very beginning of it saying Ash once they uh, like cut it off like halfway through and then like they read it again and there's this big moment where they're like the world will turn to Ash and he's like me they're like <laughs> what if my mom called like, me it couldn't Bob be me. though yeah, he's yeah like, I wish yeah. my mom named me Bob yeah which is an interesting yeah. question because I was like okay well his name's not Ash in Japanese so what did they do? What was the legend there? Mm. And the legend was just like a trainer, like an exceptional trainer will will show up to to stop it. Like it had yeah, but that's to still do not it. him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, uh, you know, the the Ash thing. I, I feel like as a kid that did like blow my mind. But Oh, yeah, me too. It was like the best twist for my dumb young brain. Mm hmm. But then Lugia comes and she it, once Lugia shows up and it's just like hello. Hello. I was like, okay, I I figured it out. Two talking Pokemon is the max I can handle. <laughs> once yeah, the third yeah, one yeah, started yeah. talking. Also, one thing. I mean, Lugia th- at least doesn't move its mouth uh, yeah. when it's speaking. Um, it's it's like a telepathic thing. But yeah, a oh, vo- voice actor change. So well, Lugia just needs to change. I want it should be a female so that that so show doesn't. Yeah, it would be much die. better. Um, also, I want the um, the Chum Bucket robot, and I want John Lovitz to be uh, Slow King. <laughs> Slow King is perfect the way he is. Nah. I do like Slow King. Yeah, but John Lovitz? That'd be great. Uh, ever since the roast of Bob Saget, I stopped liking John Lovitz oh. quite as much. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so, um, oh, my other favorite thing is we watch with subtitles. When uh, they're running away from Lugia showing up, and because Lugia then battles all three birds and loses, but um, yeah, well, they were There's, ganging up on really, them. They yeah, were I mean, it was like three against one. There are oh, some really cool action scenes here as well. At one point, Articuno gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, <laughs> but during that, one of the subtitles is just James whimpering. <laughs> <laughs> they're all screaming but it's just like yeah james um, so with that actually kind of brings us to to my favorite quote of the movie which is uh so ash is going to the ice island he gets his pokemon to uh 
like sleigh ride him over basically yeah lugia even like swoops down and defends him from an attack it's like very action-packed and cool but eventually articuno like creates an ice wall and ash can't go any further and he's like damn what am i gonna do and you hear uh, a little fan whirring and here's team rocket yeah. And they have decided to help, and I have written down their whole changed oh, their motto whole spiel? here. Oh, yeah. good. really good. So, if that kid thinks we're here for trouble, we're certainly going to burst his bubble. Instead of causing tribulation, we've undergone a transformation. Though it's way outside our usual range, we're going to do something nice for a change. Up till now, Team Rocket's been quite unscrupulous, but being good guys for once would be super dupulous. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Yeah, it's very yeah. good. They're, they're really them. great. Like they, as a kid, they always annoyed the shit out of me. But as I get older, I just love them so much that I'm like, yeah, these yeah. dipshits always getting in the way. I love it. But why, they, why couldn't Charizard simply fly Ash? Yeah, well, Ash was just like, get in here. Uh, I think Why it was couldn't because the bigger uh, legendary birds simply eat the eat small the ones. <laughs> yeah. I think it was just because Ash was worried about his tail getting wet or something. But um, either way, Team Rocket has an airboat and they take Ash and they are there to help Ash from now on uh, because they say, you know, if, if the world's gone, then they're not going to bother have... you anymore. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. we got to help you, uh, which I guess is a, a, a good reason cool to change hearts. I, I love it. I feel like that's kind of a trope sort of thing, um, but it, maybe even just like an anime trope, but I fucking love it. I, I, I'm here yeah. for it. Um, and they take the, the boat, like Mario Kart secret path up to the orb. <laughs> yeah. um, and they, they, they get the ice orb. Yeah, uh, the, gets the ice orb, and then uh, Lugia like is talking to Ash, and he's just like the treasure, and Ash is like, "Oh, I got it!" And he's like, he nods, he's like, "Get on!" And like Ash jumps on <laughs> Lugia's back, just flying around this literal god. I was also very confused by this because like, so up until this point, up until like Lawrence decided to show up, like all of the world's nature was such a delicate balance that if like two birds got pissed off at each other, it would just create havoc. <laughs> like what yeah. <laughs> i was like like i mean it's a kid's movie i shouldn't be shitting on it too much but it's like oh my god dude like well you know what happened when two fish couldn't swim around each other in avatar it's the same well, that's thing. true that that is true did i send you guys that meme of about the legendary pokemon uh the one so. where it's the difference of okay i got the meme that steven sent and i laughed for a day that is a good one. Oh, one? So... <laughs> your song your song has given me new strength ah uh, yes that's a good one <laughs> the song oh my god guys i just found something insane i looked up a transcript of the script um and i found one that someone wrote up uh <laughs> does tracy have any named... lines I think Tracy has a couple, but uh, the more insane thing about it to me, um, Liam's Adventures of the Pokemon Movie 2000. Uh, and this is on a fandom site, and it's pooadventures.fandom. So it's like the Winnie the Pooh Wikipedia oh, like fandom it. page. Some kid just like posted the entire transcript of the Pokemon the Movie 2000. That's amazing. 
That's great. Uh, I think he might have also like added his own artistic uh things in there, like translating like what Pikachu was saying when he says Pika Pika, which is wake up, buddy. <laughs> oh. I like uh when they say Angelina Jolie's lips to kiss in the dark underneath Cindy C's beauty mark. When it comes to the test, well, Tyra's the best and Salma Hayek brings the rest. No, but uh, so this meme, it's it's the legendaries of each games starting with a uh, gold and silver. So it's Ho-Oh and it says, I'm the master of the legendary birds. Lugia says, I am the master. No, I'm the ma- master of the legendary beasts. Lugia says, master of the legendary birds. Dialga says, I am the deity of time. Palkia says, and I of space. Groudon says, Hater ass fish, fuck you. And Groudon, <laughs> Groudon says that. And then Kyogre says, broke bitch, fuck your land. <laughs> yeah, <Which> is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> early Pokemon is just kind of, it's like a turf war. Like yeah, the next so movie is literally like, we are going to bring this fish because I he love, wanted to drown everyone. And then they I get love, drowned and they're like, ah. <laughs> like, I love Ruby Sapphire em- Emerald memes because it's just Groudon and Kyogre hating each other, and then Rayquaza comes down with a steel chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and trumpets. That's the other yeah. for Ruby Sapphire. Trumpets everywhere. Um, well, so um, Ash is riding Lugia, but he does not make it back to the island because the collector um was yeah the collector was like uh biding his time after the the birds uh escaped um and he was just waiting for for lugia to be i guess in range of the spheres and then he uh he like sucker punches lugia yeah, yeah um team rocket literally jumps off of lugia uh, they think they're actually killing themselves. They're yeah. like, this is it. This is they're the like, end for us. We're too heavy. Um, like Lugia can't can't get there with our weight. Like we have to just sacrifice ourselves for the 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 betterment of the world. Yeah, and they and... fall in a way that would have killed them, but they're team right, rocket, they yeah. and they're immune so. to fall damage. Right, exactly. They they're, they've just water. been blasted off so much that they just like are you know indestructible. Yeah, they they like land in the water, so it's fine. No, they right. yeah they they you're land from in... really high. As long as you land in water, everything's fine. I learned that in video games, guys. It's it's <laughs> frozen water, and they actually crash through the ice. Really oh, right, thick right. ice. Well, so... thank God that ice was there to break their fall. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, and then they Lugia, do have like, a Weight Watchers joke in there as well, like, "Oh, we're way, we're too heavy. Oh, yeah. let's try Weight, oh. weight Watchers." Yeah, and Jesse's like, "Oh, it's too to late for that." And Mail's like, "I heard that's not really too late for it if you stick with the program." <laughs> I love them so much. Yeah. Um, but but so Lugia hyper beams the collector dude's whole freaking castle, like absolutely destroys yeah everything in his path um and ash also kind of falls into the water um Mm -hmm. with pikachu and pikachu keeps him afloat um which is insane to me because it's a (laughs) tiny little mouse yeah would have floated better if he was still fat pikachu exactly um and at that point melody tells misty to take her flute but Misty's like, no, I don't, I don't know, know how to where play the put, flute. I don't know where you've put your flute. <laughs> I, and also, like, I, I don't know how to play it. You're the only one who knows how to play this. You do it, and I will go get Ash. Yeah, um, she's like, Ash can't do this alone. You're just a dumb, 
Yeah, further proving that you're just a dumb, useless character in this whole movie. And Misty has like resuscitated Ash countless times at this yes. point. And yeah. she she hops into the water and she swims over to him. And this is the moment. Wearing a cool pink hoodie. I remember. If yeah. I remember correctly. She's yeah. she's wearing a hoodie. She's got her like a uh, rescue gear on. But this is the moment where Tracy pulls through because there's like a rope attached. And he just pulls them into shore while, and it's Misty, Ash, and Pikachu during like raging waters. And as somebody who's done ropes in a gym before, I'm just like, man, his core must be insane. Tracy must have like an eight pack under his shirt. Tracy's (laughs) actually a lot taller than I remember. Oh yeah, I think he's a lot older than them, right? Yeah, he's I feel like, like that's how anime indicates age. When there's children, they're like what you would think is normal size, then everyone else is super tall. Ash is 10, Misty's like 12, Brock was 13, Tracy might be as old as 14. Let's be real. Yeah, we Which gotta talk about the age gap like here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they hit the water and live and... I think yeah, I fell asleep and, and at this point. No, so <laughs> I was in um, and out. Ash just needs to get uh, the the orb to the final like pedestal or whatever, and he's like really struggling with it, and um, eventually puts it there. And then this is when like the 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 prophecy or the the legend can come to fruition. Um, there, there's the whole bit about uh, like the the song, right? Yeah, and Melody starts playing it. Everything turns, uh, all the water turns green. Mm-hmm, yeah, water kind of starts coming out from here. There's like a bunch of pillars that are like uh, lighting up with the notes that she's playing. And the song that she's playing, she also mentions this, but it sounds just like Lugia's cry. So yeah. when Lugia has been under the water, it's been doing like a whale cry the entire time. And it's the exact same like melody as the song that she has been playing the whole time. That's why they named her that. Oh yeah. And then professor O comes in and says, you must be named melody because you're playing the melody of Lugia. What was my grandson's name again? <laughs> it's, it's a really cool scene though. Um, the song is really nice. And then Lugia is restored and uh, says the song, the song has restored my strength. But it alone cannot bring harmony to the three warring ones. And Ash is like, oh, what do you what could you mean? Like, that's everything in the legend. Um, Lugia repeats the legend when the treasures of fire, ice and lightning are aligned. My song shall harmonize with their powers and tame the beast both above and below the sea. But this can come to pass only with the help of the chosen one. And then Ash kind of has a whole moment of being like, it couldn't be me. It's not me. I'm not good enough. What if I fail this and that? And everyone's like, no, you are good enough and stuff. Like his name is literally in the in the fucking legend. And Uh, and then like he's like, Lugia, what should I do? And he's like, the choice is yours. You must only go where your heart leads and stuff. And it's like, dude, what? (laughs) One of the things that was, uh, I think, really impactful is they asked why all the Pokemon had gathered to this point because yeah. all the wild Pokemon got together and have been looking on in a scene that's pretty amazing when you look at all of them together. And um, I forget who says this, but it basically amounts to uh, these Pokemon don't know what they're doing, but they need to be here because if even one of them can help, uh, then this entire journey would have been worth it. But none of them are going to help today because all we need is you, uh, Ash. So, 
That yeah. was probably Lugia saying that, right? Yeah, it was really nice. Um, I, I think there's also line. mention of like the reason that Ash is truly the chosen one is that he is the only one that will hold the orbs and they'll light up inside or something. Like, you know, yeah. whatever. But like, they never say why. Like, why is it yeah, Ash? Just mediocre Pokemon trainer. Like, it's always him. Uh-huh. Uh, it's because his father is Zeus. Oh, got Knew it. Knew it. I missed that part. <laughs> He's like Hercules, but stronger. Dad is Arceus. Yeah. Uh, or what if he's like, so we're going to see what happens. My guess for the next season is going to be that Ash decides to stay back in Hisuian times and becomes like the creator of Pokemon training. Oh, that would be pretty cool. Like he's the one that starts it and teaches people how to treat him and Pikachu become like the first Pokemon trainer in that way and start everything. And maybe that's. That would make it a little, you know, make more sense as he if he's this like, you know. Do you think Team Rocket's gonna follow him? I really want them to always hang out, kind of like how Bulk yeah. and Skull didn't leave the Power Rangers alone, even though they didn't know anybody anymore. Yeah. They were like just old men hanging out at a teen drink center. Yeah. More Bulk and Skull, more Team Rocket. <laughs> the movie just kind of ends abruptly i was gonna say i was trying to like remember exactly like the the last thing that happened like everything was good for everyone forever bye like ash's mom lands down and says how could you possibly have put yourself into so much danger and ash is basically yeah she's like like, pissed at him yeah he's like well what did you expect me to do let the world die and she was like but ash you're my world and i'm like no you haven't you let him go. <laughs> He's out You've been doing like banging the professor in a mime for the past like six months. Come on. Yeah, you you're you're okay with this. You gotta be okay with his like little scrambly adventures. Yeah, she she does say next time can you try to save the, the world a little closer to home? Yeah. <laughs> this is kinda cute. I did like that. It's yeah. really is a, a just a treat. But she's a gem. Yeah, she's great. And that that's it. It's uh Pokemon the movie 2000, The Power of One. I um I didn't like the the villain Lawrence the Third. Oh, he um, sucks. I liked dog shit villain. I liked Jesse and James. I liked Melody. Um, I thought um, the interactions between Melody and Misty kind of sucked. <laughs> I thought I they were the cute. Song. Yeah, I, I just liked- wish there was something else. I like the like, Tokyo yeah. drifting. Oh yeah, on the for boats. sure. Slowking yeah. rocks. Um, Slowking's great. Yeah, Slowking was the best part of the movie in my eyes. The legendary birds sucked. They were very annoying. They, they're yeah, annoying, like, screaming constantly. I also didn't think the story was as deep and like to the heart like the first movie was. No, I kind of like. It. I understand like they wanted it to be more of like an action packed, like really like high energy movie, but it was just like okay, I'm. Like, remember last episode when I talked about how I don't like long movies? This was not a long movie, but it was too long. <laughs> it for what felt, it was. Yeah, because they were captured then. They were uncaptured then. They right. were captured then. They were and they were just fighting and a screaming. A lot of stop and go. A lot of stop and go. I the liked... stakes were super high, but, like, the consequences were, like, not at all. I like the obvious analogy between uh, rich people destroying the environment and global climate change. No, nah, um, this was just a movie about Pokemon. Yeah, being cute little guys. Yeah, (laughs) you know somebody once 
I don't want to ruin Lugia for anybody, but people uh, were describing Lugia online and they said how many fingers it has. <laughs> and then I looked at it and that made me upset. F- it's four, right? Yeah, but it has fingers. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. I hate that. I hate that it has fingers. I still can't get over the fact that it's an ocean-dwelling Pokemon that's flying psychic. Right. Type. <laughs> I know. I think Lugia is great. Yeah. Like Gyarados. When I um when I was a kid, I actually uh, chose Pokemon Gold instead of Silver. Me and a couple of my friends decided which ones we were gonna get. I and, also uh, we, had, we had like gold. we had like a rivalry, and we're like, oh, like I was like, oh, it was way better than Lugia and stuff. And then like after seeing the movie and like playing the games and stuff, I'm like, ah, oh, fucking Ho kind of fucking sucks. I was just <laughs> excited because I saw Ho in the first episode, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, like my entire life has been leading to this moment. I have to get Pokemon Gold. And I was like, oh. surely they'll uh, way close that gap. Yeah. Once we find out what's in that GS ball. So is there anything else we want to talk about for this movie? Um, no, uh, I stand by. Uh, I like this movie better. Oh, OK, yeah. interesting. I, I have doubled down on my take that I definitely like Pokemon the first movie better. No, no disrespect. To, no disrespect to Peter. Uh, I we'll think this... see whether or not I like the third one even better yet. I, I remember the third one. Uh, I like liking that one even more. So I, I remember liking the third one a lot. If I remember correctly, there is a lot of CGI involved with the unknown. Um, which should be funny to watch in yeah. you know, more recent times. But I'll always I, watch hentai. The only, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only um, other movie that I can remember of Pokemon, the Celebi one, I also know is extremely fucking good. Probably my favorite. One. And then I remember watching the Latios and Latias one and fucking hating it. I, I don't remember. It's been like probably a decade or two since. Yeah. Not Latios two, but... turns into a human and kisses Ash. Well, that's pretty cool. But yeah. I just remember hating most of that movie. Um, but yeah, I think uh, this is an interesting movie in a lot of ways. I think uh, it is really that it was trying to be bigger than it needed to be. And rather than just kind of focusing on like a cool story or something, they tried to shoehorn too many elements into it. And it kind of was uh, not as good because of it. But I still really, really like this movie. It might be nostalgia, but I really like it. And the soundtrack was pretty good. Some of the songs on it. Anything with Weird Al is... Oh, yeah. Listen to Pokemon. That's actually the only takeaway that... Yeah, that one was really good. Is, uh, I like that one. Yeah, everybody oh, listen Pokemon's to Pokemon. Really well, speaking of everybody listen, uh, one thing that we wanted to unveil, if you've stuck around this hour and a half, Carl Germ has graced us as we make our way into season two with our new theme song. Hell yeah. What? It was very it was very quiet for a second. I was yeah. like, I was like, oh. Oh, I and, thought it was gonna play. Well, I mean, I don't, it is <laughs> I gonna play. I was waiting for it. I was like, oh, <laughs> here it is. No, I, I, I was gonna, gonna have to add it, that in post. Uh, that's what I was gonna do because I was gonna have us go out on that this time. I think okay. I, I think I played it for your, all y'all. Yeah, he did. But I thought he was gonna play it right now. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna be quiet now. No, no, no. <laughs> so uh, we are going to be ending with that. Would you like to to speak on it? Uh, sure. Um, yeah. Uh, Dave was talking about how he wants a new theme song for the podcast instead of the, you know, just the one from the game. And I thought what better thing to do than to also use a Game Boy song, but, uh, one that I 
made myself. Uh, I use a, a software called Little Sound DJ, LSDJ for short, um, which allows you to just uh, put in like a sequencer um, notes to play through a Game Boy. So I've been really wanting to get back into chiptune for the past several years and never really had like a jumping off point or too much time. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, let me do it for you. So I took um, the theme song of the Johto Journeys, I guess, uh, and compose that in Game Boy. Uh, so I hope people like it. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's very we, good. As, uh, I also wanted to do Careless Whisper, but I didn't have enough time. But maybe I can get working on that and send that over to you for the game. We have many great friends and we have many talented friends. And uh, I'm very uh, happy that for this second season that I can think about you every week. Yeah. Even yeah, more than a, I think about you normally. This is honestly like my favorite podcast. I um, always look forward to a new episode and everything. So to, to be a part of it as many times as I got to be a guest on it has been wonderful. And I'm very, I feel very lucky that I get to uh, do the theme song for the next season. So I, hope I, pee, like I pee myself every time you come on. So <laughs> I do too, but that I just pee myself every day, once a day, at least. Yeah. So. Being who an doesn't? adult. Yeah. I was going to say, who doesn't? <laughs> oh, my always my, my rule of thumb is that you're not an adult unless you have actually shit yourself. Yeah, I've definitely done that. You're, <laughs> also, you're also not a baby unless you shit yourself, too. That's so. true. That's true. You got a couple of good years in there. <laughs> um, oh, did everyone want to say their favorite line? I, there was one that we missed, I think. Oh, yeah, mine was the one was the the, the slow pants King's is pants. Uh, is it? <laughs> this is one that I forgot about, but I found in the uh, in the cool Winnie the Pooh Adventures fandom. Um, is one that I, I forgot to make note of. But uh, as they as Team Rocket sees the three legendary birds fighting, Jesse says, "I'd hate to get burned by their fire." James says, "I'd hate to get zapped by their lightning," <laughs> and Meow says, "I'd hate to get hit by." their droppings yes <laughs> i fucking loved that i Man. also do love at the end of the movie they're on some island and slow king is there mm -hmm. and they're like man nobody saw us do anything good and then slow king's like sure there are there are a lot of people watching you right now right. and everybody yeah. just like looks at the screen and they're like oh great um and then they also do have a really funny exchange at the end where uh jesse's like i guess they did figure like i guess people did see us do something good and james is like that's great and me that's like, good what if the boss, if the boss finds, finds out, out? That's, that's bad, bad. <laughs> we'll start our own team that's, that's good, good. <laughs> but we don't have any money oh that's, that's bad. bad and we'll just we'll steal, steal some. so <laughs> that's, that's great good. but wait is that bad <laughs> yeah oh man i love it it was, so it was yeah i love that i wonder if that was a reference to the frogurt thing from uh the frozen yogurt thing from the simpsons which i choose to believe in my head that that is what they were doing and i love it and i respect it as someone who 90 percent of my own comedy is quoting the simpsons i support it yeah um my favorite line was uh well, I mean, the most memorable one is uh, Slow King needing pants. I mean, I still remember that from seeing that in theaters. But my favorite line this time was uh, Jesse and James talking about, uh, you know, the opposite sex and James kind of hinting to the fact that he was a little gay, maybe. Hell yeah. Got me really excited for him. Queer icon James. Hell yeah. 
critical support. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite line is probably when they say she's a morphorotic dream from a magazine <laughs> and she's so fine designed to blow your mind. She's a dominatrix supermodel beauty queen. And I that has been, I can't another. believe these lines. I, I literally read almost all of the song. This went way over my head when I was a kid. Yeah. Right. Jizzy creams by <laughs> club seven. I hope I grow up enough that I can jizz when I sleep. This has been another episode of Daycare Dittos. We are slowly making our way towards Jodo, but we are also moving. Uh, there's a lot going on, so stick stick by our Instagram. Stay tuned. We'll uh, slowly feed before we go full hog in on uh, on on Gen two. Can't so. wait for you guys to post full hog. <laughs> full hog is a new Pokemon. I'm gonna have somebody a was about it. Somebody was so upset. <laughs> they they talked about the Gimmigul second evolution. Yeah, gold, Golden Gal or whatever. Golden Gal, yeah. Because they they're really like, missed is... the, the mark. They could have done Gimme Ghoul, Gimme Fire, Gimme That What You Desire. <laughs> Gimme Zabu Zabu Uh Craig, friend of the pod, didn't believe it was a Pokemon. He's like, is this real? I saw this online. They say it's the thousandth Pokemon. <laughs> And I was like, no, I think that's a uh, a banana gogurt mascot. <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck yeah. What's what's really impressive is that thing is freaking powerful. Yeah. I mean, I haven't gotten it's pay it to yet. win. I I have one. Do you want it? <laughs> nah, I want to get it the old fashioned way. Okay. Cheating. <laughs> just just kidding. Yeah, we got to get them. Good points. old fashioned grinding. Yeah. You got to pick up bottle caps everywhere. How do you get? How do you get them? How many do you have to collect? Nine hundred and ninety-nine. Oh fuck that! I'm, <laughs> probably gonna, I'm actually probably gonna cheat after all. I think uh, if you if you like catch them from the uh, treasure chest or whatever, like I think there's a random drop and you can get upwards of like a bunch of them though. Yeah, you I just, definitely yeah. do have a lot now, but definitely. Not I remember that being many. shocked. I like didn't know that that was a thing at all, and then I looked in my inventory and I was like, "How the fuck do I have two hundred and thirty six <laughs> of these coins? I haven't met that many of these little guys." Yeah, every day uh, there's like a one in three chance or something that one of them will spawn at the top of the the towers again. So you just have to keep on going to the top of those towers and like, like the actual. Um... The little the wing the wing tower no the 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 just the coin the treasure chest version though oh so yeah, yeah I've seen that happen one. I've seen yeah. that happen yeah. all right now listen to an incredible uh what is it MTV they were just like like world premiere debut the world premiere Dave don't don't actually play uh the jizzing song play Carl <laughs> oh my god please play the jizzing song that would be so fucking good. Uh, well, this song now is I need to my liquid do a cover dream of that. Of liquid dream by O-Town. Bye. Bye. Hasta la vista. Star. Bye.